Hello and welcome to Angry Andy Reviews and this is going to be sort of quite brief review on Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power, episodes 1 and 2. Yes, they sneakily dropped two episodes. I didn't realise, I thought they were only dropping one, but I'm guessing to keep up with HBO's House of the Dragon, they've decided to drop a full two. So that's two hours worth of television to discuss. Well, I'm not going to take that long, it's going to be quite brief, hopefully. But suffice to say, um, I'm somewhat... Mm, I'm going to drop the camera then. <laughs> somewhat impressed, in a way, uh, with the first two episodes. It looks fucking spectacular. Um, from the off, it looks spectacular. You can tell where the billion dollars <laughs> has gone in terms of the set and backdrops. And yes, this show... The budget is roughly a billion dollars. I'm not sure whether that's for one season. I think that's absolutely ludicrous if that's the case. But I believe that is overall for everything they're going to do with this show. Who knows? Eh? Who knows? But yes, so you can tell immediately from the set design, from the, the costumes through to the um, the backdrops, where the money has gone. Um, the use of costume, you know, they're utilising, thank God, we've not got a Hobbit situation where they're utilising CGI for orcs. They've gone back to using physical costume, prosthetics, all of this, um, from what we've seen so far. And it looks good. It does look good. It looks really good. Um, obviously, there's a lot going on in this show. Um, we span thousands of years within the first bloody prologue. So there's a lot to get your head around, really, initially. Obviously, we are introduced to Galadriel, Elrond. Um, characters that we are familiar with, but obviously these are vastly different in this sort of prequel sort of setup. And I, I'm hesitant to use prequel, really, because... Even though it is, I'm guessing they're, they're trying to tell their own sort of story going forward about the formation of the Rings of Power. Um, so yeah, it is. Um, but I'm not sure how much it's going to link into what we've already been established with the Peter Jackson films. Um, we do get some nods. There's going to be, there's, might be a few spoilers here, so just be warned there. We do get some nods towards other characters that exist in the universe. Um... We are introduced to a character from the video game, Shadow of Mordor, uh, Celebrimbor. Um, obviously, he was, he's obviously noted in the, the other text as well, which is where this show gets the majority of his inspiration from. Um, and obviously, Celebrimbor is huge in sort of the formation of the Rings of Power and what Saruman, uh, what Saruman, what Sauron does to him. Saruman's not in this, um, I think. Um... So yes, in, in terms of Sauron, so the, the whole series initially is focusing on finding Sauron and bringing him to justice. Galadriel wants to avenge her brother, bring Sauron to justice, and she travels for thousands of years um, to find him, not finding him uh, before being sort of told it's over, the war is over, but she can't let up, she can't give it up, and she makes a drastic decision. I won't spoil too much in that regard, but... There are other things going on in these first two episodes which are pointing towards wider mysteries. And I'm guessing, you know, in amongst all this showy and splashy, you know, backdrop that we've been given, um, you know, these individual arcs, these character moments, 
these mysteries will probably factor into what's going to happen in the show going forward. Now, at least I hope it does, because at the moment, some of the writing isn't quite, you know, isn't quite there, I think, structurally. But going forward, perhaps the power of the mysteries will, you know, lead us on. Um, and sort of the mystery surrounding Sauron, I think, is key. They really have to focus make it worthwhile, make something strong with regard to Sauron, Galadriel, Elrond, all of these characters that come into it, and make their interactions worthwhile going forward. Because at the moment we've, we've had kind of like stop-start engagements with all the characters across these opening two hours, which isn't an issue. It isn't an issue at all, but it could well be come the end of the season if we're starting to stagnate already. And I think that's where the show will need to sort of knuckle down. It'll need to really grab the audience, sustain audience retention um, by creating, you know, some good quality character moments going forward and providing us with, you know, progressive story, um, which is hard to judge in these first two episodes. And just rolling back, I think that's a lot to do with the mysteries at play. There is a number of mysteries. One of them, of course, is... Mild spoiler um, is this mysterious being, this person that arrives in an asteroid. Um, purely speculation-wise, um, I did wonder whether it's possibly a member of the Astari, sort of Gandalf, Saruman kind of thing. The Astari, in terms of the text, don't really arrive until I want to say the start of the Third Age, but I could be wrong. Um, my my Tolkien knowledge is a bit is a bit lack lacking in that regard but it should be well noted that the series is obviously going to take some creative liberties with the license obviously they, they, they clearly can't do certain things to the license that's already established obviously we're using halffoots instead of hobbits and halflings and they've created a number of characters from scratch um and obviously some of the story arcs will probably be created from scratch as well so i do wonder whether they'd be allowed creative license in order to bring in a wizard um, which is like Saruman uh, and um, Gandalf, but there is the possibility of you know reference being made to blue wizards, who do appear in some of the the other works of Tolkien. It could possibly be one of them. Um, who knows? But that's one of the mysteries, the driving mysteries within these first two episodes is who is this person? There's quite clearly um, elements pointing towards him being a good person and possibly a bad person. Um, I'm inclined to. Fall, you know, fall in the line of that. It could be, it could well be a member of the Astari, a, a wizard, um, come to assist and find Sauron. Um, but I think the show it definitely has a distinctive vibe all in itself. Um, whether you whether you jump on board with that, I think depends on your 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 preferential take and your your. Ability to allow things to happen slow time, um, which could be a stumbling block. Depends how many seasons they're wanting to do with this. Um, but compared to House of the Dragon, it looks more solid. Um, probably isn't written as solidly, but it looks more solidly. You know, I said that completely wrong. It looks more solid in terms of you know the visual style, the art direction. Um, cinematography i think it's probably better there than house of the dragon at this point but it's interesting it's going to be interesting to watch these running alongside each other to see how well 
um, they both do. I'm not going to say much more on the first two episodes, other than some of the characters are there, some of them aren't there. Some of them, I don't even know the names, I cannot remember their names, because they haven't really grabbed me at, mo at the moment. And with, with that in mind, that you, we're looking at the first two hours, we're looking at two hours of solid television here, and it's not, a number of the characters haven't grabbed me. That's a bit of a concern for me going forward. Um, so yeah, I think for these first two episodes, I am pretty much in the same sort of situation that I was with House of the Dragon, the first two episodes. By what I mean is that I am sitting at a, a 7 out of 10 for both at the moment. And I think a lot of that is purely down to, like I said, the visual style um, and the potential going forward. Um, the music is great, the cinematography is great. I, I'm I'm eager to see more of what Galadriel does. Um, I'm eager to see more of Celebrimbor um, and indeed Elrond and what they do forward. But the Harfoots, that side of it, this this other mysterious elf um, who ends up uncovering sort of like an incursion by orcs. I don't really care about him at the moment. I need more um, from them. But overall, I think the potential is there. It's just whether it's going to maintain. Um, or improve, it doesn't need to maintain, it needs to improve actually sort of audience retention by giving us mm, a bit more meat on the bone um, in terms of story, what it wants to do and what it wants to say as well. I'm not entirely sure what the series wants to say at the moment, um, which isn't a bad thing, but we'll see going forward. So yeah, a 7 out of 10 for me. Um, I have talked a lot longer than I thought I was going to do, so I'm going to leave it there. Thank you very much for watching. Bye-bye.